Hi, babe. Welcome to the Christy Elizabeth podcast. This is your host, Christy Puebla. I'm your best babe, your go-to gal, confidant, and coach all in one. I'm a certified life coach who's obsessed with helping women get unstuck and step into their higher self. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to up-level your mindset and create emotional freedom so that you can create a life you're so obsessed with. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hi, babes. Welcome back to another week and another episode. I'm so excited to have you here for this series of women empowerment. So this week, I am interviewing the beautiful Ty Dubach, who is the owner of Cypress Creek Farmhouse, which is this beautiful barn, wedding and events venue located here in Central Florida. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Ty. Welcome in, Ty. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited to hear all about your journey. Thanks for having me here and thanks for letting me be a part of your coaching and women empowerment uh, interview. I'm very excited to be here. As your wedding venue owner, I'm so excited that I get to be interviewed by you, one of our beautiful brides. Yay! Oh my gosh, so this is like full circle moment right now. So before we dive into the questions, like I just want to tell the audience how we met. Do you want to share? Either way. Yeah, go for it. So I met Christy and Eduardo and they were touring for, you know, they were starting their planning process and doing their venue research and they came and toured, fell in love with the property. And that's kind of the, you know, the start of our relationship. We like to always be very involved with our couple. So it's not just, you know, another number, another couple, another wedding. It's really becomes um, just a relationship throughout the year and just building that, you know, getting to know each other and getting to understand your vision and, um, helping you make that come true. So it really becomes a friendship and knowing about both of you guys' background and uh, cultures and how we can incorporate that into your wedding. So it was really fun getting to know you and then obviously continuing this relationship past the wedding. It's really important yes. for us. So we I stay in it. touch with our couples and we've become you know, kind of a part of not just their wedding journey, but their life journey. And now we have babies and we can see like families growing. So that has been a really gratifying, you know, just portion of just being a wedding wedding owner is just being part of their family's growth. And so, yeah. And so I, love I can't that. wait to see how you and Eduardo grow <laughs> your family. Yes. So, yeah. yeah so we actually found you and I think I told you this the story but one of my girlfriends saw your beautiful pictures on Facebook and okay. she was like Christy you've got to check this place out like it's so you because I had this like boho chic vibe and we wanted it outdoors and I looked at the pictures and I told Eduardo babe this is our wedding venue like I already know and he's like okay but we need to go and actually like look at it and make sure so we visited you and then i think one other one and then one one got canceled i remember going there and it was stunning it was beautiful it had the double lakes and we love lakes so it was like okay they hit that right and then we go into the barn and it's beautiful you have these stunning chandeliers at the top and i'm like oh okay i love this so i'm like falling in love (laughs) But I will tell you, the other selling point, and I think I told you the day we met you, was you. 
Aww. You made us feel so warm and welcomed. Aww. And your expertise in the wedding industry was like top notch. So everything was catered to us and you made the process so easy. You actually like, I put you on the spot. I'm like, okay, so what would like, in terms of budget, what are we looking at? Who would be your recommendations for vendors? And you were just like spot on about all of it. Thank you. And so every time I tell people, I'm like, the wedding venue is gorgeous, but like having Ty there is like icing on the cake. Wow. I really appreciate that. I, that means so much to me. I worked yes. so hard to be able to deliver that. And it comes with, I mean, you it comes do. with 23 years of doing this and then not losing the love for it. Because I mean, day in and day out, we do this, you know, we 80 weddings a year. And so, and it's, it's a lot of work, so it can easily get tiring but we just love it so much and we put so much love and effort into every single couple and every wedding. And obviously 23 years of doing it, it just allows me to give you guys my expertise and what I've seen over the years and what works, what doesn't, and give you advice on budget and vendors. And so it's really a pleasure for me to just really be hands-on with the couples from the beginning to not just be the venue, but to just be a friend throughout the process and, and a mentor to them as a they're doing this for the first time in their lives and hopefully the only time in their life. So <laughs> yes. well, we've done it for, you know, I've done 500 weddings or more under my belt. So I can help you a lot or help our couples a lot with that. So it's, yeah. it's really a pleasure for me to do. And um, it, it just comes really naturally. A lot of people are like, Ty, you're too involved with the couples. I'm like, I can't help it. You know, I can't, I can't help myself. I, I, I don't know how to retrieve myself and, just be the owner of the venue and not not be a helping hand throughout the process. So, and you know what? I don't even think that's a problem. Like, I think that I that's know. like your uniqueness, and I think that's why people like gravitate. Yes, the the venue is like gorgeous, but also who you are and how you really have that special touch with your clients. That is a selling point and not everybody has that. Well, I appreciate it. I just want to put that out there. So like, no, <laughs> let's keep doing you and love all over your clients because it's working so beautifully. Thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> okay. So like, let's dive in and talk about a little bit more about like you, maybe your upbringing, how you ended up in central Florida. Cause you're not originally from here. I am not. I am not. So I was born and raised in San Juan, Puerto Rico. So I went to an all-girl school my whole life from 12, you know, from kindergarten to senior year. So I really grew up with a very tight group of women. Uh, we only have 50 women in my class. So we grew up as sisters. So yeah. that's really the the base of my ground or my background. It's um, and that my upbringing, it's really that that group of women that was always next to me and empowering me and, and like in just the school in general and the education I received from it, I owe a lot to them. Uh, and then obviously on my family side, I have an incredible mom that mm -hmm. I love. And um, my passion for hospitality comes from her, like just watching her host and create parties and theme events and just for the family and friends. But she did it weekly for family or, you know, all the time. And our house was always the center of meeting or this or just gatherings and events and all that. And mom was 
the front person doing all of it. And so I got to watch her since I was a little girl doing all that. And that's really what built my passion for it. Just as simple as just like a dinner, setting the table for dinner every night. Like that for uh, for her was very important and for me was very important. So always having a beautiful tablescape, if it was, even if it was just the four of us having dinner, oh, that was yes. very important. So growing up with that um, really sparked my passion and just hospitality and hosting in general. So I think the combination of both things really built who I am and who I, you know, what I love to do. So then I graduated and then went, you know, directly to Florida to college and ended up in South Florida. I went to Lynn University for hospitality management. So dove right in into what I love. And unfortunately, 9-11 happened. And so my parents, it was just me and my sister, both in college. So with the economic impact of the tragedy of 9-11 we unfortunately had to go back to the island and finish my studies there which is not the end of the world it was still very amazing (laughs) and it was good to be back home uh, but definitely a little bit rocky you know that transition was a little bit you know not expected and though it was in Puerto Rico when I met my husband while he was on a job and then that's kind of where my I guess adulthood started when I met my husband and then moved in with him all the way to Seattle and so that's when I decided to leave the island for sure and then for you know forever I guess and then moved in to his home in Seattle so I pretty much packed up everything and left everything, left my dream job at the Grieve Hilton, wow. left family, left everything. And I left with him and got married a year later. And I would say probably four or five years into our relationship, we knew we wanted to be independent and entrepreneurs and all that and own our own business down the road. So we set a goal of we want to own a wedding venue. Even back then, we knew that's what we wanted. So we just started to make the or take the steps, the necessary steps to reach that goal. So we've always been very goal oriented as a couple. We always everything is goal oriented. So even if it's a tiny little thing for this weekend or a getaway a few months from now or buying a house two years from now or building a business five, 10 years from now, it's always been a set timeline goal. And then once that's said, we've always looked at, okay, how, what, what are the steps we need to do to get there that are going to get us there, whether it's financial savings or paying off debt here to be able to afford that or whatever is making the move to Florida was the first step. So it's always been like that. So that's how we ended up in Florida. Um, so question was Craig like in the hospitality industry no. as well? Not one bit, but as a personal person and husband, him and I have always been and enjoyed hosting events for our neighbors, our friends and family. So we've always, you know, enjoyed that on a personal level. So, and when I was funny, this is kind of a side story, but when I, um, was working as the catering director for Deer Creek, which was my last job, um, before we venture on our own, he was part of a lot of our events like he would meet me at the country club and he would see like how the event was set up and he would jump in and help me if I needed a set of hands to like help and we would even stay like at the country club just hanging out but overseeing the wedding I mean we had an amazing banquet team but he would you know he would enjoy being part of it and so but no he was not in the industry he he was in a completely different uh, line of work he was in oil and gas for 20 years with the company 
same company and he was lucky enough to travel the world. Uh, it was tough on us because he was traveling sometimes three three weeks out of a month. Um, so he was, uh, it got to a point where it's like almost 75% travel. Wow. So a lot of times I found myself home alone and, um, you know, just working and waiting for him to get back. And so one of the goals was to get him off the road. So we knew that in order to achieve that, we needed to have something of our own. Um, yeah, so it sounds like both of you. Mark, so Say that again. <laughs> so retired at 20. Oh, he 20 did? Years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like both of you left very secure jobs to pursue your dreams. We went all in. Yes. Not everybody's all willing in. to do that. Yeah. It was a huge leap of faith. And I owe a lot of that to him and trust in me and my vision because he was the, you know, the financial backbone of that investment. Yeah. We went all in with it. We found the property and it was like, are you sure you can make this barn work? And I'm like, yeah, it'll just be a little paint and this and that. (laughs) And then, you know, triple the budget down the road. Yeah. I was like, that wasn't a little bit of paint, Ty. (laughs) It was a lot, but he's the type of person that likes to do things right from the beginning. And so, you know, so, so am I. And so once you took, you know, once you take the leap of faith and, and go all in, you, you know, you're in. So you may as well do it right from the beginning. I think it's a smarter choice. And then, yeah, then we, yeah, I love that. Oh my God. Okay. So I wasn't sure how he tied into it, but I love that. So he believed so much in your dream and was like all in all in. Yeah. It's everything for one, like everything, like everything. That's like so, power, power yeah. couple status right there. That was, uh, it was nerve wracking, but I think if you don't take that leap of faith, then you'll never know. Right. So you'll always wonder what if. So he trusted the vision and the process. He knew I had the experience. I need a hundred percent him because he is my do it all guy. He's yeah. my Mr. Fix and he's a very, very handy man and very patient with me. So if it wasn't for him, like none of this would have happened. It's definitely a teamwork effort for sure. Yeah. And also you have some some farm animals out there, right? We do. <laughs> we do. We have seven cows and three donkeys. And it's funny. There's a funny story about that because obviously I've never been a farmer in my life ever. <laughs> Until now. <laughs> Until now. He had cows when he was younger, when he lived in New Hampshire, he did have cows, you know, his family owned cows back then. I mean, he was young. So I don't think he was truly like farmer. <laughs> they just had them. So we dove in into that. And so we're like, so we moved in this property on April 20th of 2020. And by April 23rd, three days later, we were buying cows. Nice. So <laughs> let's just go buy our first four cows. So we went and bought the cows and like picked them specifically. Obviously, I don't know if you remember Clarabelle. Yes. Like the, the one with the big, like, yes, big moo. Um, super dramatic. So we like specifically chose her because she was so cute and so much personality. So anyway, we brought the cows in on day three. We still unpacking our our truck, you know, our moving truck. But we need cows. Um, (laughs) But we're like, we're going to get the cows like day three, you know. So we got the cows. We don't even have a fence in the backyard. We have a 40 acre farm with no fence in the backyard. And we have three dogs. So we have no idea how the dog interaction was going to be with the cows. Yeah. So that was chaos. (laughs) (laughs) 
on day three, our dogs go out. They're chasing cows, biting their tails, rolling in cow poop. I mean, it was So you totally didn't expect that. (laughs) So on day four, we, of course, had to escalate the fence building, and we built the fence on day four. Okay. Wow. Okay. So (laughs) you know that you needed cows. Why did you guys decide that you wanted cows just for the property to help like manage? Yeah. Just for the the property in general. I mean, it is a farm, so they do, you know, keeping the agricultural status on the property. Plus we knew we wanted them. Plus you need them when you have 40 acres, they do grace the property. And so maintain your, you know, they're just really cute lawnmowers. Yeah, and so then you actually have, have them as part of the wedding. So tell everyone Absolutely. about that. Absolutely, we incorporate our cows into the wedding. So that's one of the things that's always been a huge hit amongst guests. So during the cocktail hour, we always try to go out there and interact with guests and just, you know, talk to them. A lot of them have questions about, are they milk cows? Are they beef cows? Are, you know, like they don't know, like they donuts. I'm like, yes, they love that as a treat. You know, obviously <laughs> that's not their diet. Yes. Um, they, they get, you know, obviously they grace and we give them grain and just regular cow food, but they do get yeah. the treats and they have become so... Uh, used to people they're very very friendly and so incorporating that into the cocktail hour people get to feed them and fed them do selfies with them so it's always a huge hit amongst guests and you know and they get to learn a little bit about farming and yeah so fun educational and surprising yeah all three elements I love it (laughs) yeah I love it okay all right well anything else you want to share about you or do we cover it all? Not, I can't think of anything at the moment, but I'll just. <laughs> yeah, of course. And we're kind of just going all over the place and that's totally fine. I love it. So Ty and I actually said we weren't going to rehearse anything and I wasn't going to send her the questions ahead of time because we wanted this to be a hundred percent spontaneous. So that's yep. what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So next up, I want you to tell everyone about your journey to womanpreneurship, entrepreneurship. What did that look like? It all starts with being in an all girl school. Like I've always been like, I guess women empowerment has always been on the front fort of my upbringing. Just being, you know, that's my school, you know, kind of. So tell me a little bit more about like, so you got the barn or you got the property in April, 2020, right? So talk to me from that point on, like, how did you, how long did it take you to renovate the barn, open for business? Right. So the, the, so we, we moved in April and then obviously there was a series of steps on just opening the business, obviously, um, you know, from county permittings and construction permits, all that. Um, so that, those were like the first steps. My husband took a lot of the construction side of things where I was building the business, building the websites, building pricing, building brochures, establishing vendor relationships and, you know, just creating a community uh, of people. Because I had a very strong community in South Florida, but moving to Central Florida I was all new. There were vendors that were new to me. I started working on those vendor relationships right away, the website right away, pricing, all of that. And then the construction was ongoing at the same, like simultaneously. So the construction took about five months from May through October. Okay. Um, five, six months. Yeah. And, um, you know, we did any septic tank for the building. Of course, the chandeliers, the painting, um, the wall insulation, flooring, 
uh, the kitchen addition, the bathroom addition. So all of that was done. So it was like a hundred percent like renovation. Uh, yeah, the barn was already existing because it used to be the old owner's uh, welding shop. So okay. it was his business before, but you know, it was a welding shop. So it was heavy machinery, greasy, you know, yes. shop lights, you know, no, definitely not a wedding venue. No floors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It had a bathroom that was um, just like a little box in the corner. And the, yeah, it was um, definitely not a wedding. So we kind of stripped it to just walls and then did the renovations. And my husband, and I did a lot of it. A lot of my family helped at the beginning too, like my sister, my mom. They were all part of projects, like the barrel projects with the lighting that my sister and my mom were part of, and my brother were part of that, um, of that process. The painting of the ceiling, the the roof was painted by my brother. So it was a family uh, effort for sure. I love that. So yeah. one business bringing the whole family together. For sure. And then we opened officially did our ribbon cutting opening of doors in October of 2020. But throughout the process, we weren't stopping, you know, because it was COVID. It was like right in the middle of COVID and, and shut down. Um, so but we weren't stopping tours because obviously, you know, a very open space and the tours with masks and all that. But we were continuing to do that. And a lot of our couples had faith from the very beginning and trusted the vision. I remember uh, Ricky and Maritza, they were the first couple that booked with us and yeah. they booked before we even had floors in. Wow. No floors, no doors. And like, I think maybe the chandeliers were the only thing that was on there, but no walls, nothing. Okay. So I love that. So you weren't even finished and you were mm -hmm. already touring, mm -hmm. touring couples and booking them? Yeah. So before we even had any walls, they booked November, if I remember correctly, I believe it was November 25th or 26th of 2021. It was Thanksgiving weekend, I believe. If I, and I hope I'm right. I'm usually really good. I'm never going to forget your date. Your date is my favorite. Yes. 11, 11, 22. Yes. But they were the first couple that saw the vision and trusted that our capabilities and they they took a leap of faith on us and yeah. they did it and it was beautiful. And that just speaks so much volume to you, your vision and Craig and the whole thing, because that does take a leap of faith to trust that the venue of their wedding dreams, right, will yeah. actually come to reality. And you're like, yeah, just trust me. It's going to be exactly <laughs> what you want. Yep. That's powerful. Yeah, and then we did a lot for some other couples. Like I remember Alicia and Kevin. Yeah, they were November twenty second or November it's in twenty twenty two. November Thanksgiving weekend as well, but of twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty one. I'm pretty sure it was twenty twenty two. No, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, they're yeah twenty twenty one. We did the pergola, the ceremony area. Yes. We yes. did that for them. They pushed us to do that. They were like, you know, that's a vision that that's coming. And they're yes. like, oh, no, but that needs to be guaranteed. Ooh, I'm like, you yes. got it. And so we did it actually much, much earlier. So they were super happy. And a lot of the things that we do is because our couples push us in the right direction. Like we did the ramp for um, Kansas and Matthew, who just got married on March 3rd of this year. Um, their mom had, you know, is in a wheelchair. And, um, so we just build it for them. So everything that we do, it's a lot of it comes from our couples just pushing us to better heights. So it's, uh, yeah. 
and it's nice to do it for them, you know? And I love that. And I, and I can totally relate because as an entrepreneur, it's like, you want to have all the things ready to go the moment, like you say, I'm open for business. Right. And that's just not possible. They come and we keep growing and we keep. Yes, it is an evolution. Yeah, because if you're like, oh, I have to have it perfect before I ever launch my business, you're never going to launch your business. No, not at all. And you're like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them tours with no doors and no floors, and look, you were booking right away. Yeah, I love it, girl. Thank you. (laughs) It's that boss energy. I love it. Okay. So tell me what were some of the struggles as whether it's a female entrepreneur or just struggles as um, navigating COVID or not having the the barn completely ready? Like, tell me about that. Well, timeline was always a struggle, you know, like meeting deadlines was always a struggle because you're at the mercy of contractors, you know? So you're trying to get certain things at a certain time. And when you are you know, at the mercy of seven other people or that are getting things done for you. Um, definitely maintaining those timelines. Like the doors were a very big struggle for us. The doors were a huge challenge to where they weren't finished until the week of the open house, like the week wow. of our grand opening. So that was perfect timing. <laughs> well, uh, stressful timing. Divine sure. timing. Because <laughs> I would have liked them to be done, you know, three or four weeks prior, or hopefully, it, I was hoping for them to be two months prior to that. Um, but that was one of our biggest hurdles to. So, how did you over. overcome that? Um, patience and trusting a higher power. I really, there's nothing I could do. I, it was out of my control. All I could do was worst case scenario, I would have postponed my event. There was nothing I could do. I knew it was going to happen, but when things are out of your control, you have to trust a greater power. You just can't, um, you can only control what you can't control. So when, when you can't, then you just have to really not get stressed out and trust the process and trust that there's um, things will work out and, th- and things do work out. And if they don't, they're usually not for you. So, and that's, that's what I believe. So I don't, I'm not one to force things when if they're not, you know, flowing easily or going smoothly to me, that's um, they feel like you're forced. just forcing. Mm-hmm. Uh, forcing just the, the, your life's path, I, you know, if that makes sense. Yes. So you just have to trust that, you know, you do have a path and, and you can work as hard as you want towards that. But at the end of the day, um, what's in your cart is going to be for you. So absolutely. So did COVID like have any impact on on finishing the barn or building your business? No, it was actually, COVID was actually a blessing in disguise for us. Um, because of it, my husband was not traveling as much as he would have been, but he was still working for the company. Uh, and he worked for about a year longer into us opening, but it got to the point where I'm like, Craig, we got to get you retired. <laughs> like, yes. I, need you. <laughs> I remember doing May weddings, May of 2021. He was on jobs that month. So I was running solo Ooh. for three weddings and I'm like, nope, <laughs> you like, we need to get you, we need to get you retired. So we, we pushed through summer and then he retired in September. But anyway, COVID back to your COVID question. Um, it was 
bit of a blessing in disguise for that reason. So it really did allow us to um, focus all of our energy. Well, not all of our energy. He was still working for the company, but he was home. Yeah. So we were able to work a lot on the projects and construction was not stopping. That was one of the industries that was not hit like, well, maybe supplies a little bit were length, you know, lengthier in times and things like that. But construction companies were busier than ever because everybody was home tackling home projects. <laughs> so they were busy. And so, so it was for us to have more time to work on those projects. So we were able to do it in five, six months. Yeah. And I think so. COVID like some people are like, no, it was like the worst time of my life. And then you had the opposite where people were like, no, my business flourished. I got so much done. I had such deep connection with myself. And yeah, I like for us, like COVID wasn't a problem. And I really like we really could flourish in our careers. And we flourished in our relationship. We got married, right. we moved in together. Um, yeah, so COVID wasn't a problem for us either. Yeah, I mean, I, I it, it was for a lot of people. And we do have to feel empathic about yeah, absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people lost their jobs. And you know, restaurants that, that my the industry I love dearly was hit so hard. And it was devastating to watch not only couples have to postpone and, you know, push their dreams out a year or more and everything became so chaotic, restaurants closing, you know, small businesses closing. So it was very challenging to, to say that it was a blessing for us. I mean, we're very grateful for that, Yes, uh, but definitely, you know, it was heartbreaking to watch the people that that it wasn't you know it wasn't like that for everybody so yeah absolutely um, all right so I'd love to know what advice would you give to our fellow female entrepreneurs do what you love like whatever line of industry that you're gonna be you know launching your career in make sure it's something you're passionate about whether it's becoming a life coach or yes. a video owner or my, my daughter, my daughter is an amazing entrepreneur. She owns a salon, a boutique. She has over 15 yes, employees and she's a mother of two babies under the age of three, uh, married to military. And she's incredible. Like, so, but she loves what she does. So getting up every morning and knowing that you're going to be doing what you love, that that's so important because it'll never feel like work. Um, so I think that's like the biggest thing. And then to just be very um, financially conscious about every investment you make Like don't don't get yourself in debt that that's so important. Um, don't overspend and things that you don't need, like always evaluate if you're looking at something that you want to purchase for your business or um, add to your marketing strategy or this or that, you always have to ask the question, is it a must or is it a want? And then really determine if you can survive without it uh, and look at your financials. Like that's so important because it's very easy to overspend, like, especially with me, like I want to yeah. buy all the in the world. And my husband's like, we don't need another set of chargers, you know? <laughs> so, you know, if I can, if I have the opportunity to purchase it and it's something small and it's, you know, depending on the projects we have going on. Like right now we have three big projects. So I'm like, you know, I have to reel in my, my fund spending and yes. put it on things that are important. So I think those two things, um, you know, financial 
cautious when you're investing your money or um, making decisions for your business and then doing what you love. So good. So valuable. I know that the listeners are going to love that. And I also just want to offer, because you brought this up several times about the power of like a community of women. And that started for you at such a young age. Mm -hmm. And I think like probably, so this whole month I've been interviewing female entrepreneurs and the common Mm -hmm. denominator is the community that they've built. And so I think like another piece of advice would be like, find your community of women who are going to love you and support you through all of it. That is so valuable and so key to grow. Yeah. One of the things that we're doing, so obviously we're community over competition any day, Um, so we have one of the things that we did when we first started, not only did we build vendor relationships and, um, and we always try to support local businesses, whether they're female owned or men or or whatever, um, we always like to support local, but one of the things we did was to really reach out to other venue owners in the community. Um, around Lake County, particularly, I think apart from one, all of them are mostly women owned or or couple owned, you know, together. Yes. But the woman is the one in the front court <laughs> of the venue. So we built a really nice community of. I think right now we have about eight or nine venues that are part of this small group of wedding venue owners in in the area. And not only have we become good friends, but we have become a shoulder to cry on or a mentor to each other because you don't know it all. Nobody knows it all. Uh, Ah. We can all learn from each other, like what's working for you, what's not working for you. What do you do in this situation? Do you charge for this? What do you do for, you know, like we can just bounce ideas off each other, learn each other from, you know, what's working on marketing side. Uh, and not just that, but be a referral group with confidence to our couples. Like if yes. we don't have the date available or if we don't fit their their needs, because not every couple is going to fall in love with what we offer. But if we get an understanding of what exactly they're looking for, we can confidently say, I think you're in great hands with, you know, Jessica at Better Farms or with Kasani, with Carmen at Kasani or with Bill at Sugar Barn. Like what you're explaining to me, you love, I think they'll be able to deliver perfectly if we're not for them. And with the date availability. So it's not just a support group of venues, but it's also a really healthy referral group that we, um, and also a fun group. So we just started doing um, and this was with the help of Carmen uh, from Kasani. We've like finally launched something that we've all been wanting to do. So we're calling ourselves the Better Together group. Ooh, yes. um, so we are doing a quarterly just getaway, you know, not getaway, like get together. Yeah. So we either do a lunch or a happy hour or a dinner at a local restaurant and we move so it around, fun. you know, the areas. And so the next one's coming up. We're doing it here local in Claremont. So then we'll do it next, maybe Leafburg. Maybe we'll go Groveland. And we just like move it around and support a local restaurant when we go meet. Yes. Uh, and then just like relax, unplug a little bit, still talk about business, but in a more relaxed way. And, you know, we have endless stories, obviously. Of course. <laughs> industry. So it's always super fun to see, you know, what other people you know, encounter and how they deal with certain situations and, um, and just help each other and just be there. So, so we're just starting that. So I'm super excited. So that'll be a quarterly thing. So I think that's important too, as a business owner, 
um, whatever it is that you're creating as your business, if you're a salon owner, like friend yourself, you know, friend other salon businesses and invite them into your group. Like, I think that's so important. I think that's one of the biggest empowerment qualities that you can have as a business owner. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Like, I love that. And that's what I started doing, too. I went downtown and, you know, uh, Cassidy at Great Collective Bridal. And so, like, yeah, so then I went in and talked to her about, like, leaving my business cards or marketing material in her wedding uh, swag bags. And then she's like, oh, you've got to go meet my friend Janine, who's at this boutique. And then you've got to go meet this person. And then we started talking about... um, like more things that we want to do in the community, like events and stuff like that. And I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. And even though I don't have a storefront, like, yes, I'm all in. Yeah. I want to support women, grow women. I live to help women. That's what I do. And it's so fun to have that community locally. I have it virtually, like right, all over the US and Canada, but like in my mastermind group, but it's so sweet to have this group here. And even yeah. you're a part of that. I love that you were like, yes to this opportunity because yeah. you're such an amazing soul. I love your story and the Thank venue you. is gorgeous. Yeah, of course. So mm-hmm. also I would love for you to just have a bragging moment because you have already been awarded or nominated for several things. Tell me about that. So we've been nominated um, for South Lake Chamber, um, Best of South Lake. We've been nominated twice. I think it was last year and this year. We haven't won that one yet, but we have been nominated. So this yes. is a tough group, you know. But um, so it's so good to be part of the chamber. I mean, obviously, it's a local um, group. It's always great to be a part of. And you can meet so many business owners. It's just a great opportunity. So I always recommend as a business owner, wherever you are, to join your local chamber. Like I know yes. it's, it, it's, you have to do it. It's it's a community. That's like the, the start of it. They started that mentality. So you have to join that. And yes. so I think that's so important. We've been nominated this year for the best of 352. Yes. And we've won um, the best of the knot two years in a row and the best of wedding wire two years in a row. Congratulations. So, yay, like your you. vision, your dream is like your reality a hundred percent. And yeah. I cannot wait to see where the rest of this takes you. Yeah. So we're continuing on with projects and we have, you know, our own personal goals, you know, running on the back end of yeah. things as well, not just for the business, but our personal growth. So we'll see where that leads us here in the next couple of years. But for the business, we just have just projects to just beautify it, to make it even better for yeah. the couple. So we're doing, you know, just some design um, improvements in the interior of the barn. So yeah, some lighting improvements on that. the exterior. So just little things like that, that we continue to to add on, make it better, make it, make our couples experience better. Yes. I love thinking like, I'm just getting started. And I feel like that's your vibe. Like you're just getting started. You got all of that done. And like, what's next? Like, let's just always, keep going. Always, always <laughs> thinking what's next. You have to, uh, you can't, you can't stop. You know, if you get complacent and you're like, this is it. I've reached, like, I could have just done it and left it like that, you know, but why? Yeah. You know, there's always room for improvement, not just in your business, but in your personal 
you know, your personal growth as a woman, as a wife, as a daughter, as a mother, whatever it is, there's always growth and there's always room for improvement and making it better. Absolutely. Yeah, you have to you treat your business the same way. So yes. All right. Well, this has been so much fun. I've Yay! loved having you on here and I know that the listeners are going to love it too. And if anyone yes. is in the market for a wedding venue or venue in general, right? Yeah. In general, we've done a couple. Um, I want to do more. Like obviously we're super busy in the weekends with mostly weddings. Uh, and then in December, obviously we do a lot of corporate events for holiday parties and things like that. Uh, but during the week, like I just want to get more into like seminars, like why not Ooh, bring the seminars yes. out to such a pretty place or do um, team building for, you know, companies or corporations or whatever. It's such a fun property. You can get everybody out, get, get them out in nature and do something different to kind of break out the routine of just being in the office and all that. So I definitely want to get a little bit more into you know that corporate type of seminar or meetings yes. all that just I love that idea but yeah but our strength obviously is weddings and it keeps us plenty busy thank god <laughs> yes uh, but yeah we have the opportunity to grow a little bit into that and I love it because I come from um, you know meetings and events background not just weddings yeah. so the corporate side is something I I miss doing these days because I haven't and I love so that long. see like as entrepreneurs we get to add in all of the elements that we love and so you're like okay, I miss like the corporate. So how do I get to like sprinkle yeah. that into my business? Yeah. And I just love that we get to do that. We get to decide how mm -hmm. we want to operate our business and we get yeah. to include all the things we want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, Ty. Well, this has been amazing. So before we it hop off, so fun. yes, I want you to tell everyone how they can connect with you. So they can connect with me. Obviously, my, they can call me at 561-789-6655. All our information is on our website, which is cypresscreekfarmhouse.com, or they can connect with us on social media. Pretty simple. All three are the same. It's at Cypress Creek Farmhouse on TikTok, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Perfect. And I will make sure to include that in the show notes below. And again, thank you so much. This has been <laughs> amazing. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so good to see you. Of course. Oh, All right. So good. I'm so proud of you. Ah, oh, thank you so much. All right. That is a wrap for today. I will see you okay. next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget to hit follow so you never miss an episode. And be sure to share with all your best babes so together we help more women get unstuck and step into their higher self.